Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with our special podcast on the Maidan FEI Nations Cup. And this week, the travelling equine roadshow has moved north to the sunny southern coast of Sweden, where Falsterbo hosts round six. The USA come here as the leaders after a consistent start, but their gap at the top has narrowed, with France securing back-to-back victories to just three points. At the other end of the spectrum, it's Great Britain and Ireland who are the table proppers and in danger of being relegated if performances don't improve over the final three rounds. The USA have made some major changes for this leg. Among their team is Betsy Madden. We have a whole new team here this year uh, are at Fosterbow and some young riders and some young horses, and, but I think we have some, some good contenders. A whole new team, as you say, a lot to live up to. Yeah, we have a lot of pressure with it. Our two teams before us did great, so uh, hopefully we can hold up the standard. And, and what do you make of uh, the, the, the standard, and uh, uh, are you hopeful that, that the USA can stay on top of that, on that Nations Cup standings? I hope so. I mean, we have three more left, and we'll see how this team does. We have, uh, again, I said we have some, not our most experienced team, but uh, Laura Kraut will join us in Hickstead in Dublin, so we'll have a little more experience there, and uh, hopefully we can hold it up. Ireland have been steady so far, and Chef to Keep Roberts Blaine has made a couple of changes to his lineup. One of those is Derek Herrins. I think we look good. Uh, it's kind of, uh, well, there's two new members of the team, Cameron Hanley and, and myself. Uh, Dennis Lynch and David O'Brien have been competing all summer, so uh, which the Irish team has just been unlucky. They've been there thereabouts all the time, but uh, the performances in general have been, you know, great. And you know, they've been on top. I think a couple of times after the first round, and, and just you know, simple things going wrong in the in the second round. No big scores or anything, but you know, just one one fence will put you right out of it at, at this level. You know. And uh, how, what do you make of Faustabos? Uh, beautiful sunshine, anyway. Oh, it's great. It's my first time here. Uh, you know, I've been here for two days now. The crowds are unbelievable. Uh, I've never seen crowds like it at a horse show for a long time. The atmosphere feels good, and I'm looking forward to it. For Sweden, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, but among their star riders competing on home soil is Fancy Johansson, who lost out in a jump off in the opening round at La Boule. It's uh, really important for us to make good results here in front of the home crowd, so and, and hopefully we can deliver that. What do you make of uh, Sweden's nation? Cup so far? Well, it has, has been a little bit ups and downs. So we started off very well in La Boa, was second there, and, and, and then we had a little bit bad luck with some horses and, and had some mediocre results. But uh, actually, uh, we have been doing quite well, I think, uh, if you consider our, our amount of horses and riders at this level. So we, we, we're quite pleased, but not, not really pleased. And when you're riding in front of your home crowd, does it give you more impetus to, to try and perform better? Well, yeah, for sure. We, you always try a little bit harder at home. Uh, it's always serious, of course, but uh, hopefully we get a little bit help from the home crowd so to, to get us to jump a little bit more clear. However, the pressure is really on for the home side with late injury worries, despite the excellent draw of 10. Sweden's chef to keep is Maria Gretzer. My team's chances were, from, from the beginning, very, very good, very strong team. But we, Ninja Lasilla had an accident here. In the, yesterday in the warm-up, he was trotting on the nail. So, um, of course, with the absolutely most experienced uh, horse and rider in the team, uh, we have to put Rolf on his next horse, Chiara, who is doing this for the first time. But uh, I must say, all horses, Chiara, also look good today, and all, the, all three others look very, very good in shape. So... Now we just 
hope that we tomorrow have a little bit more luck than yesterday. Th- things never run smoothly, do they? They, no, they? they never run as you really want. <laughs> At least we got a good starting number today. <laughs> yeah, tenth and yeah. Uh, a very good starting number. Yeah. How important is that, especially when you're in the position that you are, to, to see everyone of go co- before you? Of course, I mean, uh, of course it's nice, especially for Helena. Otherwise, I don't think it, it matters. But for Helena, it's of course very nice to, to know a little bit how the course is running and so so of course it's a lot better than having being in the three four first so to the competition itself and what kind of test awaits jeff billington riding for gb gives his thoughts on the challenge ahead there's a lot of places where you could have a fence down it's not stupid crazy big but uh, it's fairly technical and it's light and what do you make of great britain's chances i think we've got a good team today we've been struggling a bit over the last few few weeks but Today I think we've got a solid team. So now let's pick up the action with our commentator ringside, Alan Lewis. This is Thomas Morbau for Germany, looking for the first clear of the afternoon. He's over at number 11, just the double of number 12 to go now. Comes up towards the first one, over that and over the second. And that's the first clear round of the afternoon and it goes to Germany and Thomas Morbauer. So for Ireland, Derek Cairns comes up towards fence number 10, clear so far. He's over number 10 and up to number 11 and over that. And now the 12, which has caught quite a few of the riders out so far, up towards number 12. He's over that. And that's a clear for Ireland and Derek Cairns. A wonderful start for Ireland so far. Got a great chance of making the second round. That's a clear. Here is Daniel Etter for Switzerland then, coming up to fence number 11 clear so far. Just one more fence to go, that's number 12, over the first one, over the second one, and that's a clear for Switzerland and Daniel Etter. That's their second clear out of three jumps so far, and the Swiss going very well in Faustabo. And that final jump from Sweden brings an end to the first round of this maiden FEI Nations Cup in Faustabo. Italy and Belgium are the two teams eliminated at the first round stage, while Switzerland will go into round two in front with just five penalty points. Ireland are close behind on nine. We're all set for round two of the maiden FEI Nations Cup. Jeff Billington for Great Britain. Going very well so far in this second round. He's over at number 11, one more to go, fence number 12 then. Over the first one, over the second one, and that's a clear for Jeff Billington at the beginning of this second round of this maiden FEI Nations Cup. Cameron Hanley for Ireland, uh, clear so far, and what a, a clear this would be for Ireland. This would put them in a fantastic chance of winning this FEI Nations Cup. Just one more fence to go then, over the first, over the second, and that's another clear, that's three clears in a row, this one for Ireland, and that puts them in a wonderful position, a clear from Cameron Hanley. Chance for Derek Kearns then for Ireland to make it back-to-back clears for Ireland. Over number 12 he goes, and that's a double clear in this second round for Ireland. And they're in a fantastic position now to maybe go on and win this FEI Maiden Nations Cup here in Faustabo. Back-to-back clears for Ireland. Devante Johansson for Sweden then, looking for another clear for Sweden. This would be back-to-back and this would uh, put them level with Ireland. Over the first one and over the second, and that's a double clear for Sweden, and we really have a competition on our hands now. 
So what a ride this is going to be for Dennis Lynch for Ireland. If he can go clear, it will guarantee Ireland at least a place in a jump off. Just two more to negotiate. There's 11. And we're coming up to number 12 now. The double. Over the first one. Over the second one. And that's a clear for Ireland. And that guarantees them at least, at least a place in a jump off. And if Sweden and Switzerland fail to go clear in their next two rounds, then Ireland will win the FEI Nations Cup in Faustabo. So Rolf Joran-Benksen for Sweden needs to go clear to force a jump off with Ireland. Any of the fences go down and Ireland will win here. He comes around for number three. Over number three. And four successfully. Coming up to number five, just a hushed silence in this crowd. And down it goes. And that means that Ireland will win the FEI Nations Cup here in Faustabo with nine points. A brilliant win then for Ireland with Derek Herrens the star turn with a double clear. And naturally, he and teammate David O'Brien were delighted with their first win of the campaign. It's an amazing feeling. Uh, the horse jumped great and the, the, the team effort from everybody here and the show was great. The atmosphere is just, it's, a, it's an unbelievable feeling. And the, the support, David, that you had out there was, was fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, considering it's a mainly Swedish crowd, I mean, there's a lot of Irish support too. Yeah, definitely. As Cameron has already said, there's a lot of connections between Sweden and Ireland and uh, really it was like a, an Irish crowd. crowd. The Swedes were fantastic, the, the atmosphere, and they were very welcoming and uh, very appreciative of, of all the jumping. Derek, what was, the, what was the course like? It looked pretty tricky and a, a lot of uh, riders struggled early on, but um, it, it seemed to get better as the day went on. I think the, uh, both combinations were tough, uh, but you saw a lot of faults coming in the first and the second round. You know, anytime you have vertical ox or oxer, and then the last double was triple bar vertical with a Liverpool, caught it, you know, caught out a lot of problems. Uh, I think it was a very tough course, and uh, you know, we we're just lucky that all our, our horses jumped great today. David, you've uh, ridden a couple of times this season already, and uh, your chef to keep over there, he said you haven't had the luck of the Irish that you perhaps uh, deserved at times, but it seemed to all come together today. Yeah, definitely. I think we were we were certainly a couple of times this year um, riding contention after the first round, and then things just seemed to, to kind of disappear away from us, uh, just out of our grasp. But uh, today the, the lads were fantastic, and uh, to come back and jump three clears in the second round, was you couldn't ask for more. And how important is it now that you pull away from the... Uh, the bottom two yeah definitely I mean the uh, the Maidan series we feel in Ireland is a very important uh, it's a very important series for us as a nation and also for our horses to compete at the top level shows so I think uh, I think every Irish rider is, is, is determined that we want to stay in the in the Super League in the Maidan series so that win for Ireland moves them up to sixth to guarantee their survival but all change at the top with France taking top spot by just half a point with Great Britain and Ireland still in the relegation zone so all still to play for, and it's off to Hickstead, where Great Britain will need to find their form at last, particularly with the European Show Jumping Championships less than five weeks away, taking place on home soil at Windsor. So do look out for our next podcast on Round 7.